0: everybody, this is episode 47 of the Unwrapped Leader where we get raw, real and relevant on the new network marketing. And today I am calling you guys all from Australia. My name is Tracy, And my name is Tisha from Canada. (laughs) I almost screwed that one up again, Tisha. (laughs) Uh, This is so fun. But anyway, welcome everybody to our podcast. This one is about hosting a kick-ass opportunity event and i can't say how excited i am to share on this topic because let's just say um, this opportunity just has so many gifts that it has to offer and so much so that's why tisha and i even wrote our book the unwrapped leader because the gifts this industry has to offer, and to also help you unwrap the gifts that you have inside, and so we just thought there's things that really matter when you want to build a business, whether it's your network marketing business or any type of business, and that is in your everyday networking as well as networking events and everyday networking. Pardon me, I screwed that one up. Can you take that one out? We can take that one out. Okay. No, just leave so- it. What? Okay. So events and everyday networking and the kind of events that we actually do is events on showcasing our products and events showcasing our opportunities. So today we wanted to take a a deep dive into showcasing the opportunity. But I have to say I'm here really today because I am just so passionate about what this industry can do because I have had an over 30 year career in it and have been able to be, have a full-time income and be able to look after my family and do such great and amazing things. And that's why I show up to you guys every day, every week on this podcast to be able to talk about the unwrapped leader and the things that it can do. And that is my mission. What about you Tisha? What's your mission? What brings you here and showing up every week?
1: Yeah, it reminds me a bit about what the reel actually put up today. Well, when you guys see this, it'll probably be close to a week ago now that I put it up. But um, it was just honestly the traditional path that many of us are told or kind of like encouraged to follow in life when it comes to, you know, you graduate from high school and then it's like, OK, which university are you going to pick? What are you going to do for a career? And it's like that's the natural next step is what are you going to do for a job and how are you going to? create a secure job and how we see that is through going to get a degree going to a university and so I did take those steps that I remember being so confused in high school like um just what am I gonna do and like I never felt passionate about anything I actually remember I took a career cruising course this is in our book too and I talked about how my one of my top five choices I think was a circus clown because I said like they were asking me questions that were like are you like, do you like math or do you like science? And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then I actually, I, I hated my answers so much. Like it was just the dumbest stuff. I was like, okay, I'm going to, I went and redid the test and like basically like lied on it. And then sure enough, okay, we have teachers number one, we have nurses number two. So this was actually in like grade seven. So I was maybe 12 years old. Teacher was my top choice. And then we had to choose one of our top three choices to do a research paper on in junior high. I chose teacher, elementary teacher specifically, and that's what I went to go become. And I got my degree in psychology, which was a prerequisite for the elementary education course. And then I went and got my ele- elementary education degree. Um, but I right then and there that's when I was around introduced to network marketing so I was kind of like okay well I like I don't know what step that I want to take now because now I'm feeling this burning passion for network marketing right and so that's when I kind of stopped that untraditional or that traditional path that you're kind of told to take is right then and there and I decided to pursue my network marketing career full-time after graduating and then of course you know you have you, you graduate, you go get a career, you meet someone, you marry them, you have a baby, you buy a home, right? And I'm also just on that personal side, not feeling right now that kids are something that I want. But it's like, so natural for people to ask, like, you just got married, when are you having kids? Or you just bought a home? When are you having kids? And I'm like, I'm not thinking about it at all. To be honest, like, right now, I'm so happy with where I am. That doesn't mean that Kids are not going to be in the picture down the road, but I honestly am not thinking about it. I am not interested in it. I just have such a huge focus right now on my career and where I'm going and the things that I want to accomplish. So I think that's really the main reason why I do this and why I love it so much. Because I think that, yes, I went in I did the. I know what the traditional path is and I, I did it, but I didn't feel fulfilled doing it. And that's why I took a completely separate path and went the way that I did.
0: Well, Tisha, I have to say, well, you're doing a great job at it. And it just really hits home on this. You know, it said circus clown. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. One thing we can agree that you do in the network marketing is a lot of juggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are juggling a lot of different things in this business. You're juggling personal productivity or leadership development or events, your everyday networking. So let's just say you've done a pretty good job and you're performing every day. You're performing on how fantastic this opportunity is. So I think you, we can say you did it, they knew you really well in grade seven, what you were going to do growing up. So mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> and I always say that when, we, you know, like this is one of the things you just start to get good at this and then you got to start, you start losing your business on this side. So you got to start working on this side of the business. So it is definitely constantly a juggling act, but there are, two very solid things we need to be doing we need to be doing presentations and it's presentations on our product and presentations on the opportunity because if you can just get down to the core let's just talk about the core of these gifts that this industry has to offer because if you can understand this then sharing the opportunity makes it so amazing and why you would want to have such a great uh, invite people to an opportunity event and why you want to get really good at doing these events because it's rinse and repeat rinse and repeat and it's getting people to actively be involved in it but let's just talk about that number one gift is the opportunity itself the difference that $500 extra a month can do it can change people's lives it's the difference between uh, somebody going um, bankrupt or not it's that little extra money that makes a difference to be able to put their kids in extra activities or just to be able to take their family on a vacation a worldwide vacation or just the little things but the opportunity is there for someone like you tisha who just was going to university because you weren't really sure about what you wanted to do which is a great place to be if you you are not sure what you want to do because it teaches structure and you can learn some great skills in university until you know what you really want to do but the thing is, is you have been able to do something that is fulfilling you. And why? Because of the other gifts. The other gifts is that you are now able to share and educate people. That You get to educate. You are a natural-born educator, hence why you kind of went into teaching. Now you're teaching people on such a bigger scale. And you're being able to share and help them expand on their opportunities. And also, you're able to have all these beautiful enriched relationships. And let's just say it. In relationships and love is the heart of, of, of happiness. And so this industry, because you're with like-minded people, it allows you to build and enrich relationships. And so you're just, your cup is filled with beautiful relationships. I know mine is. And then just learning leadership, This business is all about leadership and helping lifting people up to the next level. And by doing that, again, you're helping people improve their quality of lives. And it comes down to this most important gift is the gift of becoming the best version of yourself. Tisha, why do you think you're so happy and feeling so fulfilled? Because you're working on yourself on a daily basis. You're help lifting people to leadership. You've got enriched relationships, you're educating and you're sharing, and most importantly, this opportunity. So why wouldn't we host an event that showcases this. Why wouldn't we be so proud out loud? So I wanna just talk about a few things. It's called the essence of an event. I talk about the essence of your business, but when you take the essence into your event and let's talk about what would an event look like, okay? When you bring the essence into it, let's talk about the environment you wanna create. So you wanna think about the environment you wanna create in this event is an environment where they feel welcomed, an environment where they feel inspired, an environment where they feel empowered. So, how do you want to master that environment so i always say take a deep dive on what you want people to experience okay so you got the environment but now what things do you want them to experience and do you want them to experience hope do you want them to experience their solution to their problem do you want them to experience community and camaraderie and connection okay and then you talk about okay what kind of energy do you want to deliver All right. So do you want to deliver like positive, you know, like, I guess, again, positivity as well as friendship and the energy that you bring in the room is that I can do anything attitude. And I know people are there's people out there that may say, oh, I don't want any of that fluffy stuff and I don't want all that hype. Again, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being positive people who believe in an opportunity that can change their life. And so be able to bring that energy into an event, bring that energy, not just into that event, but into their future. And so when you can talk about someone's future and you can paint that picture, do you feel they'll walk out of that opportunity feeling energized themselves? So ask yourself, what are you gonna do to bring the energy in the room so people can walk out of the room with that energy and multiply it? Because that's what this business is about is one plus two sorry sorry that's good one plus one is two and two plus two is four and four plus four is eight and eight plus eight is 16 and then 32 and then 64 and then 128 and then 256 and then all of a sudden it's like 500 and okay i could keep going but then it's a thousand and then it's two thousand that's the power of energy and the power of two when you help, put your hand out and say i can help you Imagine that kind of energy in the room and that is what an opportunity event can do. And then you talk about what you plan to educate and what is it that you want to educate. And this is where you come down. It's the products and the programs. And when we talk about the products, what superhero products do you have? You don't have to talk about every product, but what are the products that are changing people's lives? Educate them on that. And then when I say you educate them on the programs, the programs I'm talking about is educating them on the program of how they can get started and make money in the next 30, 60, 90 days, the right now money. That's the getting started program. And then any of the other programs that they would feel that their family and friends would benefit from. So whatever those rewards would be. And again, and then the only other program I would suggest and recommend is the big opportunity program. And you don't need to get into the details of that, but you just need to know, here's how people are succeeding in the business. And that's where it just comes down to the people, the products and the programs. So again, what are you gonna educate them on? What information do they need? And then most importantly, in the essence of this event is how you plan to empower the people. And the way you're gonna empower people at an event is by the testimonies, is the testimonies of the new, testimonies of the leaders and the most importantly is their struggle to success and that is how you empower the people in an event and so um i just love opportunity meetings and i'll just finish off this little bit and i'll totally pass it on to tisha but is opportunity events have changed my life and you know like we do these events one-on-one interviews or an event where you can bring the people together and what's the difference is that essence and energy and I have been able to explode a multi-million-dollar business not once but twice in two different countries by having an, an an event like this that has essence.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, everything that you said makes you know total sense for what really encompasses one of these opportunity events. And there's so many different ways to do events, right? You could do them online. You could do them in person. And I remember attending. An opportunity event in person I, and and Dracy was actually the one leading it I think it was in Red Deer Alberta and that was so much fun um and I know that Dracy actually you planned a lot of that one and I I don't think I've ever planned my own in-person one but I've definitely taken on more of a you guys you guys know my story in terms of taking on more of an online role with my business so I did a lot of online opportunity events but I think the building blocks and and you know, the things that make up a very successful event stay the same between both the in-person and the online ones. So I want to share with you guys a bit about how you can set up a successful event. So the first thing you want to consider is who is going to help do this, right? And I used to, I used to be a control freak in my business. Sometimes I still am a little bit of a control freak, but what I realized was that I wasn't duplicatable by being a control freak and I wasn't Duplicatable by trying to do everything myself because it, it looked like I was reinventing the wheel. It looked like, you know, I was doing it all on my own and I was like a one man show. It's like, why would anybody see themselves in my position if they don't have the opportunity to step up and do those things too? So that was a really big change that I started making a couple of years into my business is actually inviting my teammates. Or if you're still, you know, maybe you don't have a team at all right now you're working on building a team, find other people in your company that want to come together to share this business opportunity. It doesn't just have to be people on your team, make friends, build community with the people that are going for the same goal as you. It's so important to have connections, not just within your team, but outside that team too. When you could learn to collaborate rather than compete with those other leaders or with those other people that are striving to be a leader, that's when you guys can come together and really do and make something really powerful. And, and two minds are always better than one, right? Like everything you say isn't going to resonate with people, but when you could have a little bit of everything, like Tracy was saying, you want the testimonials from the new people. You want the testimonials from the leaders. People want to see different stages because there's some people looking at this thinking, I want to be at the top and I want to be a big leader. I want to earn the trips and I want to make this full time. Then you have other people thinking, this is something I think I could do, but I'm, you know, I'm just wanting to learn the building blocks and, and they want to hear from the new people. How are they experiencing success mm-hmm. when they come in? So I think it's important, invite your teammates or, or make connections with other leaders or other um, members of your organization and, bring them into this and and this is especially some good advice for people who have who do have a team inviting your teammates to take part in something like this what you're doing is you're creating a recruiting environment within your team right and by doing these events consistently is very important too not just doing them here and there because what i learned is that when you can do these events consistently whether that be once a month whether that be once a week whatever you feel is going to work for you that's when you are going to really create that recruiting environment within your team. Like if you feel like you're the only one recruiting right now and you have other people on your team that you're just like, why aren't they recruiting? Why aren't they interested in being a leader? One, take a look at your business. Are you duplicatable? Right. And two, are you creating a recruiting environment within your team? Do people know when they come into your team that this is what we do every month. We have an opportunity event, or is it just randomly like oh, once in a while we do this, right? Like if you want people to do something consistently, whether that be sales, whether that be um, recruiting, building a team, you need to consistently give that, in, that presentation and give that information out. So inviting people to take part, the more people that take part in this, that are on your organization or within your company, the more involvement you're going to have from them, right? Like if you're just trying to do it alone, People might show up, people might not, but if you have more people involved, they're more likely to show up. They're more likely to invite people to come listen because they're a part of the event. Right? Um, so I want you to think about who is going to help. Invite your teammates, invite other, other leaders and other members that you've kind of bonded with and connected with in your organization. The next is who are you going to invite? So you want to invite people who have shown interest in, your opportunity before. Maybe it's people who you don't realize are interested, but maybe they have come to you and asked you questions about your business. And maybe you don't actually know yet that they are interested in one way or another, but also people that you think would be good at this, right? Like there's people out there who are coming to you saying this would be cool. Or what, like, what do you do? Anyone who's asked you those questions have some sort of curiosity about it, but there's also people out there, um, that you want to, that you want to build your to help build your dream team, right? Who do you think would be great at this? Who has the skills, who has the attributes that you look at them and think they would be so wonderful at this, right? And then there's also people that you think need this, right? People who'd be good at this, but people who need this, who has expressed that they could use an extra income? Who has expressed that they're lacking something for themselves and that their job is like their whole life and they wish they had something outside of that, right? There's so many different reasons people join A network marketing business so who needs it who do you think would be great at it and who has shown interest to you before if you're in a party plan business you might have people who have hosted an event for you before I always say those are like your number one prospects in party plan because those are people who already love your product and they love a good discount that's the reason they hosted for you and if they can get friends invited to an event and they can get customers from an event Isn't that, isn't that like your number one prospect for someone who would be great at this? So talking to your hosts, talking to your customers who love the product, right? Like that's, that's a genuine compliment you can give someone is the best people in this industry or in this business are people who are passionate about what they do. And I see how passionate you are about the product. I think you would be great at this, right? So the people you want to invite, again, just to reiterate people that are interested, people you think would be good at this and people you think would need this.
0: And then can I can I add to that, Tisha? I I, I don't mean to cut you off, but um, one of the power lines I've always done is, have you ever thought of doing this? And I just always love listening to the answers because majority of them is, oh, no, I could never do that. But they always say why. And it usually is an objection that I usually take on board. And then my goal and role is planting seeds around overcoming that objection. And then when I invite them to an event like something of this sort is I just say, you know, because I know you were saying how time poor you are. Um, Time is a huge component. I'd love to invite you just to show you how much little time it would take to to really get the results that you'd really want. Like just little things like that was always so powerful. And I love it that you were saying, you know, um, your, your, your hosts are really good people or people who show passion. But I wanted to say our role has always been to be A talent scout going and looking for talent it's good to see people who are interested but it's best to find people who are interesting and that's what you were saying so be a talent scout and then a tour guide take them for a tour through what we have to offer
1: yeah absolutely and at the end of the day guys recruiting shouldn't be looked at as like an icky or pushy thing recruiting should be looked at as a compliment like your job is to educate people and your job is to inform people like imagine your most favorite if you're into sports, imagine your most favorite sports team out there. Imagine being recruited into that sports team. Would you feel awkward? Would you feel like, oh, that's gross. I don't want to <laughs> You would feel so good about being recruited into your favorite sports team. You know what I mean? Like if that's something that you have a talent in and you're interested in, like that's what you guys need to start looking at it as. Right. For those of you who are struggling with recruiting and maybe thinking like, like I, I'm just not recruiting properly or I'm not, you know, setting up the conversations properly. And what Dracy said, it's as simple as have you ever considered doing what I do? They say, yes. Awesome. Give them more information. They say, no, they're not saying, no, they wouldn't. They said, no, they haven't. So now your job is to tell them why do you think they should. Right. So the what I want to end with in this section is how to invite people. So there's, you know, there's a method I've followed for years that I felt has been very effective and genuine. Um, But I actually heard just the other day, a six step process to just help with your recruiting. Um, And it was laid out by Justin Prince. um, And it was just so good. So I want to share this, this layout for you guys. So the first thing when you're when you're inviting someone, you know who to invite now, right, we talked about who to invite. Now, when you're inviting them, the first thing you want to do is get to the point, let them know why you're messaging them, you know, make conversation, Hey, how's it going? I wanted to run an idea past you or you know i have a project i'm working on or whatever it is but first how are you doing check in with them see how things are going obviously if it's not a good time it's not a good time um but if all is well you want to continue so get to the point the next is you want to relieve the pressure so by relieving the pressure you could say something like listen i don't know if this is something that might that would interest you but you know hear me out or i don't know if this is something that would interest you but either like either way um like hear me out kind of thing right so it's kind of like either way you're it's fine you're kind of setting the tone that if you're not interested it's totally fine but hear me out the next is you want to give them a genuine compliment so when i teach my team to make their recruiting list of people that they would love to work with people that they think need this people that have shown interest what is a genuine compliment that you could tell them something that would make them so great at what you do maybe it's their passion for the product or the industry uh, maybe it's just that they're really well spoken. Maybe their background is in teaching and you know that, you know, teachers have such good organizational skills or maybe they, if if you're in party plan, they just had a really good party for you and check out all these people around them. They're surrounded by such supportive people. Think of a genuine compliment that you could stick in there. Okay. And then you want to tell them that, listen, I don't know if this is for you or not. Either way is totally fine. But I wanted to, I wanted to share this with you because I think you're just so, you have so much passion for this product or this service or whatever it is that I think this could be really great. And then the next thing you want to do is leverage your recruiting tool. So in this case, your recruiting tool is your opportunity event that you're setting up. So that's where you're going to invite them to check out this event that's coming up. Like. Hey, so we have an event coming up with my team. I thought of you because genuine compliment, right? I think you're super super passionate about this stuff and I think you'd be so great at it. Um, And then you're going to invite them to the event. Would you come be a fly on the wall and listen in? And then if they say yes or that they're open to it, um, the next thing you wanna do, these are the two last steps is set up, um, just set the follow up, set the follow up before the event even happens. So if they agree to come, you invite them to the event. And you let them know, hey, you're probably going to have questions after this event. Or are you going to get a chance to watch it live so I can check in with you after? So you're setting up the follow-up immediately so they know what to expect after, right? You don't have to think, oh, is it too soon to follow up? Should I wait a day? Did they watch it yet? You are asking them, are you going to have time to watch it live? If no, okay, how soon are you going to be able to watch it so I can make sure to follow up with you while it's fresh in your head? And then the last thing is you're going to end with your vision. So you're going to tell them, awesome, like, so they've been invited to the event. You set the follow-up and you say, This is great. If you see just an ounce of what I've seen in this opportunity, we are going to do amazing things together, or we're going to make lots of money, or we're going to have so much fun together. So that's that six step process. So let me just reiterate one, get to the point. Two, relieve the pressure. Three, give a genuine compliment. Four, leverage your recruiting tool. In this point, it's your opportunity event. Five, set the follow up. And then six, end with your vision. So that's my tips on just setting those invites
0: and I can confirm that that process has built my business into this, into this seven figure seven figures is following that process is literally telling people why you think they'd be good at this. You don't, and, and just saying it, Hey, if it's not for them, it's okay. However, I'd really want you to be a part of what I'm doing. Like just sharing that. I think it's really amazing. And I just want to highlight again, If people ask what you do, I'm a talent scout and I just think you'd be great at this and tell them why. That is probably the most powerful nugget that you'll have and that can really take you to the next level. So I just want to just talk about an outline, an agenda, you know, a very effective agenda that I've always put together. And I've always kind of just like no matter what I was doing, whether it was an opportunity or a one on one, or just, again, a formula in my head that is so powerful, um, you know, in there is again, talking about the people at that event. And I know I said that as part of the essence is that empowering people is the people at the events. And so you really want to make sure you have your seasoned ones, your new ones, your leaders, that they have a little bit of a voice in there. And again, what is it that they're going to share and say, and I always say, tell them what you love about the business, <laughs> why you started the business, and how you're here to serve and just keeping it super simple. And then number two in there is how you're going to showcase the product. Number three is those programs. And as I said, the getting started program and how they can make money in that program. So that's really important. And then the last but not least is the promotion. What promotions you may have on offer, or in other in other words, what is your call to action? If you can embody those steps into your agenda and you focus around the essence of an event, you're gonna have an amazing time. And again, it's not about just one great event, it's about consistently doing the event so everybody can show up and shine a little bit more each time
1: absolutely thank you so much tracy so guys to close this up i want to just leave you with a few tips on how to make your event extra special so first one is welcome them to the event if it's online have like a nice welcome post where you could welcome them welcome them in there um, get them to introduce themselves if they're coming into something in person maybe it's just with like a nice little goodie bag or whatever that may be just welcome make them feel welcome when they come into that event the next was it next one is interacting so you really want to make sure there's a lot of interaction in there so you know whether it be in person or online you know ask questions throughout the event that's going to prompt them to answer Or, you know, have them participate and share a little bit more about them and what they do. Um, If it's online, make sure, you know, you are tagging your prospects in those posts or in the video, the live video that's going on. Make sure that um, you're asking them questions throughout and just really bringing that interaction. I think the more that we can come together, the more that people, you know, are comfortable and feel safe in an area to share a bit more about their experience, um, the more comfortable they're going to be with making that decision at the end. Um, the next one is the follow-up. So make an event is nothing if you don't have any follow-up after, right? Like, how are you going to know where their head is at? Um, so, of course, follow up through, uh, you could follow up through a phone call, through a personal message. I would say wherever you kind of met them, like if you've known them for some time, give them a phone call. If it's someone you just met on Facebook, maybe they'd be more comfortable with a Facebook message. Um, something that I like to do when I did my online events was a jot form. So I would actually... Put in there and this actually goes with my last tip so let me share that with you and it's a giveaway for attendance so what i used to do is i'd put up a job form at the end saying thank you so much for attending this event um just so we know you attended if you want to be entered into the giveaway for our prize fill out this job form so we know you came and take and took a look And then people would fill it out. I would have very specific questions like who invited you to the event Um, on a scale of one to 10, how are you feeling, you know, in terms of this business opportunity, what has impressed you the most about this call or this event, right? And just kind of get them talking about the positive things, get them rating themselves on that scale. And then whoever invited them to the event, I just kind of get them to check in with them to say, Hey, I see that um, you filled out the form. Thank you so much for attending. I saw you were at a seven. Um, You know, how can we get you to a 10 or, What are your questions at this time? And so those are just a few last minute tips. So Tracy, is there anything you want to add before I close this up?
0: Uh, well I'll just quickly add make sure you use names people's names as much as you can through the event i guess that is a really big part of connecting um i think is really powerful and again in the follow-up is a little video even you could even have a little video and send that as a little video text too it's quite powerful i think that has really worked Um, i've seen in in the social media online space of an online event too
1: Yeah, perfect. Great, great tips. So guys, thank you so much for watching this episode. I I hope you guys learned and took so many nuggets away from this episode. Um, Whatever you have to share, please let us know in the comments what you learned the most. Um, Give this video a like. And if you are listening on Spotify or Apple, we would so appreciate a five star review um, as well as please subscribe. Guys, I have something interesting to share with you. Tracy and I were looking at some analytics the other day and guess what? 70% 70% of you guys watching this video right now, well, in general, are not subscribed to the Unwrapped Later channel. So please subscribe. We would so appreciate it. It helps us grow and this way. You guys never miss out on a video that we put out every single week. You could turn those um, post notifications on by just clicking the bell on YouTube. And um, we really just appreciate all of your guys' support. Um, and for those of you who continue to return to watch these videos. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week.